Hey, this is JP Nurman, and you're listening to Culture Builders number 88, Boundaries Intervention Steps. This is a re-recording because the audio screwed up in the previous one, so hopefully you can hear me this time. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to be answering a question I got from a coach recently uh, by email, and so I'll just read it out here for you. So I really like all of your talk about ownership and growing as a coach. I understand you want to value connection, but after a while, aren't you saving them from the accountability that is necessary for growth? Great question from this coach here, something that a lot of people ask me uh, in mentorship and I've gotten before, and so I kind of wanted to share this answer with you. Uh, and one of the first things I like to go to actually here is to uh, Daniel Siegel, his book, No Drama Discipline, his, his research on you know, discipline and the brain is fantastic. And he says, connection isn't about rescuing kids from adversity. Connection is about walking through the hard times with our children and being there for them when they're emotionally suffering, just like we would if they scraped their knee and were physically suffering. And so for me, you know, know, this is about, you know, not just about holding them accountable, but why, how we hold them accountable. And when we hold them accountable, we're still maintaining connection to them. And so how do connection and boundaries, how how can they coexist? Well, let's, let's break down an example um, and for me and this coach, we talked it out. It was like an example of a player getting was disrespectful towards a teammate in practice. Right? For, for, and there's a lot of different scenarios, but we'll use this one. Um, so my suggestion is we can pull that player aside and maybe they've shouted at a teammate or cursed a teammate or just you know, certain body language. And you can just say, so I've seen that you're very quick to criticize your teammate or your teammates when they make mistakes. How might you encourage them in these moments? So here you're giving them a notification. You're just, you're not making a judgment. You're not saying you're being a bad teammate. You're just saying, I, I recognize that you're criticizing your teammates. And then you're asking them a question uh, about how they might, in a positive way, respond better. So you're helping them to become self-aware and then also to self-manage and socially manage that moment. And they'll give you an answer about something they could, that might be about encouragement or something of that sort. And then you put them back into practice, right? Now, if they fail to pick it up, they fail to, to make that uh, adjustment in their behavior, then we might need to step it up. And then we might need to remind them of the consequence. And you can say something to the effect of, you know, if you continue to criticize um, your teammates in practice, you're going to lose the opportunity to practice today. And so now you're reminding them of the consequence. Um, you, and it's also about, it's, and it's not a punishment because it's not something you're doing to them. It's something they're doing to themselves. They're screwing up, so they're losing that privilege of practice. And that's critical. Uh, you're treating practice as a privilege, as an opportunity. It's not something they have to do. It's something they should want to do. Now, if they don't make the correction in their behavior still, right, then you have to step it up and you have to enforce the consequences. And when you do that, you can pull them aside in a very loving, connecting way, great eye contact, good body language, say, you know, I can see you're really struggling uh, to, be, to be kind to your teammates today. Uh, you cannot continue to criticize them like that. So you're going to have to either uh, watch the rest of practice or you can go hit the showers and, and head home. It's your choice there. And so, um, you know, maybe you don't even let them sit and watch. Maybe you just send them home. I, I like a bit of an option there at the end and also depend on your context. And if they could go home, if they have a car or stuff like that, always always plays into a factor as well. But um, you're doing it from a place of love. And, and so you're still maintaining the connection, which is so critical. And I think really for me in the last year, um, these intervention steps that I've come to understand that are really, they're really important. And for a while, I just felt we needed to calmly enforce the boundaries, you know, essentially send them home with a smile on our face. Um, 
and that can be effective, but it's even more beneficial to take some steps to help that player become more self-aware and then to make changes in their behavior. And we need to try and do this before we enforce the consequence because it's a better way of developing character, but also in nurturing the relationship. That's it for today's episode. Uh, Thanks for listening in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with some other coaches out there. Thank you.